what is the password? <laughs> Thirst. Welcome to the people under the scares. Welcome back to the People Under the Scares podcast. We discuss everything scary, spooky, and disturbing in horror. This is Mike. This is Bobby. And if you are rejoining us, thank you for coming back. If you are just stumbling upon us for the first time, thank you for joining. Don't you dare leave. And um, today, I guess we will kickstart our Christmas-themed month for the holidays. And we will be doing a, a Christmas classic. By the name of Gremlins. Um, but how have you been since we last recorded, Bobby? Um, I've been great. Um, you, as you know, um, I've been dying. <laughs> um, but you know what? It's that season. The weather is changing. Some days here where I live is 70, 80 degrees. And then it'll go back to 60, 50, 40. And then it'll go back. So I kind of blame the weather on how I'm feeling right now. But other than that, I'm great. How about yourself, birthday boy? I, I'm good. <laughs> it is not my birthday. I'm good. And uh, um, uh, yeah, I had a good time. I just got back from out drinking a little bit. Well, a lot. And eating. So I'm feeling a little tipsy. So this might be a very random episode. I have no idea where I'm going with this. I just have a bunch of questions for the movie in front of me right now. And mm-hmm. um. But you had a way more interesting time than I did because it sounds like you got bit by a zombie <laughs> and you have symptoms. No, I think uh, it's, it's very mild symptoms. It ain't, ain't too much going on. Um, it's just that I don't like being sick. I am a baby when I feel this way. So I apologize to everybody if I feel, I mean, if, if I sound a little congested or whatever. It's just, yeah. It could be like Phoebe and Friends where she got sick. Like it does you don't have to make it a bad thing. Just make it work for you if it sounds mm-hmm. like that. You know when when I was younger and you would get sick and sometimes your voice would change and it'll get a little whatever. Yes. <laughs> I used to love when my voice sound like that. Um let's, but let's try that. Let's try a deep voice. Let's see how this sounds. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> your voice is like naturally like I don't know. Already, uh, make it. It sounds like you just blew a load. <laughs> like, just... Uh, well, how deep? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So we all know that the premise of Gremlins is essentially a man was well, even though. Gizmo wasn't stolen. I felt a way about how Gizmo was given to this man or sold. Mm -hmm. But he's getting that for his son, Billy. So we thought we would go over a few animals that would terrify us if given to us as a Christmas gift. Um, I'll let Bobby go first because I want to laugh. 
Um, let's see. Let's see. I start light. Fish. How you feel about fish? I don't really like them. I mean, they taste good. Uh, obviously, fried and uh, <laughs> blackened salmon is good. Actually, I got blackened salmon from the restaurant today. I I'm got not it in the fridge. We're not eating. I'm, I'm talking about this oh. fish as a pet. <laughs> Oh, like if I was given a fish in in a uh, Christmas gift box, yeah. Like you know, say for instance, you have a a Christmas with all your friends, and they're like, "Here, Mike, here's a gift," and you unwrap it, and it's like a little fish tank with maybe guppy or goldfish inside it. That won't scare me. No, that'll just be like, "What? You gave me something I have to take care of, and not in like mm-hmm. a fun way." Um, <laughs> fish are easy. Okay. Eels. So How about eels? Ooh, oh god. <laughs> I mean, I assume it dies. They can't breathe out of water, can they? Eels? I mean, yeah, they will die outside of water, but if they gave you eels inside of fucking tank. I mean, I'll jump, I'll throw the box. I probably won't ever forgive them for doing that. But um I'll be fine. Now, for example, because I thought about this, I have three that I specifically would just I would die. Okay, so one, any kind of bird, but specifically parrots. I don't, I don't fuck with parrots. I don't like the fact that they, they people say, oh, they just, you know, uh, mimic what you say. I don't, they shouldn't be able to do it is the point. <laughs> they should not be able to speak. And why are we not talking about this? They talk. What is wrong with you? Okay, they just talk. It's not like they're going to go out and... Tell your well, they might tell your business. You never know. So uh, they could, careful. yeah. Be careful who you have around that parrot. <laughs> but they could be concocting plans, uh, planning mass, huh? And they live a long time too. Oh God! Especially, um, I think there's an African parrot. I forgot the name of them, but they can live like I think a hundred plus years, I believe. Why? Or close to it. Just why? First of all, why do you exist? Why are you here? Because God I, made them. No, see, the, I actually posted this. Parrots are one of the animals I think was put here to spy on us. On this planet. If you really think about it. By who? They're spying on us. Aliens? The engineers, I like to call them. Like in um the alien um universe but not exactly like them, but the ones mm. who created... So in my mind, all the species are from different planets, and these engineers decided to throw us all up in with each other in one planet to see who would come out on top. That's my thoughts. And parrots are one of the animals that's spying and surveilling and watching us. Maybe other birds, but the parrots are in control of the others. That sounds okay. crazy as fuck, but that's my theory. So don't give me no bird for Christmas. You know what? I never. All right, so I'm an animal lover. I, that's why I feel like this topic was going to be a little hard for me because I love animals. Uh, but one animal I never had, um, or never owned, I should say, was a bird. Like I had reptiles. I had like, uh, hamsters, dogs, cats. But I never owned a bird, and I don't think I ever wanted one. <laughs> Because I don't like you, the idea of them just flying around and kind of just and do whatever they fucking peck at you and stuff like that. I just, but it's funny because if I was to get a bird, it would be a parrot. 
<laughs> I find I find them very cool. <laughs> and what is cool about them? What do you think? Because they cool can talk. They can talk. You don't think that's weird? No. I mean, it's you know what? It's it's weird, but it is what it is. Like God made them that way for a reason. And if they're spying on us, oh well. We got these devices that we're using right now. You worrying about people spying on us? The government spying on us right now. Everybody's well, watching us. We have no if privacy. This so what's computer the point? starts talking to me, it's getting flunked across this room. Look, we have Google Home devices. We have Siri. We have all oh. those type of things. Demons, demons, demons. <laughs> Every time I, my friend friend gets to talk about Google turn the light on, I, I don't trust I have that. that. I don't trust it. I got I got three uh, Philips Hue light bulbs for my living room, and my Google Home is connected to it. So when I go upstairs, I just say Google turn off the living room light. Or when I'm on my way home, if my location, like if it senses my location near, my lights would turn on by itself. So, mm-hmm. like, imagine it. somebody gets Google locks in their home, Google Windows, Google I don't know fucking showers or some shit. The house could turn on you, or Google could turn on you. What the fuck is her name? Alexa, Siri, and all that mm-hmm. shit. It's. Mm-mm. Have you ever? Well, you never. You you're not a. I don't think you was a Disney kid, but there's a movie called Smart House with the mom from Married with Children in it, and she plays like, you know, this family moves into this house that has an assistant that does everything for them, and the assistant is the uh the wife from Married with Children. And she does everything that they want, but then eventually the father gets upset because she's pretty much giving the kids whatever they want. And I think they were like on punishment or something, and she still let them slide doing things. So the father cursed her out. So she said, Okay, bitch, I got something for you. Since you want me to be strict, I'm going to be strict. All you bitches is getting locked in this house. You ain't going nowhere. You're going to live by my rules. So she was torturing them inside this house. Not torturing them, I should say, but she was being very strict in a way where, um, it was, you know, it was controlling. They couldn't leave the house when they wanted to. Like, she had bars on the window. Every time they tried to leave, like, they couldn't open the door. She literally, like, ruled everything inside that house. And I feel like that's low-key a, a horror movie <laughs> because she went off. Like, she manifested into this, like, human being and just started, like, cursing everybody out and started doing all these things. Uh, so I feel like the Smart House should be made into a horror movie because that's some real-life stuff. And that movie was ahead of its time with all these AI devices. Hmm, good point. Check out Smart House. It's a good movie. I feel like I heard of it. I don't think I watched it. The main actor on there um, is the little boy. Well, he wasn't little, but on Halloween Resurrection, Decker. The one that was behind the computer helping the girl Sarah on Halloween oh, Resurrection. Oh, Resurrection. Yeah. Okay. Hit him. He was uh, the main character. In- I'll pass. Yeah. He was actually cheating <laughs> Well, we—I need to think of a day. What do you? So you're not scared of any animals? No. <sighs> Again, like it's, it's hard because spider. <laughs> I don't like spiders. I okay. if I see a spider. All right, so I'm learning, y'all. I used to kill spiders, but Ooh. now when I see them, I get like Peter. Uh, you stop, cause I'm sure you killed them too. <laughs> Now I get a cup, and then I just kind of, like, capture it, and then throw it outside. Oh, that is extra. I do that now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. 
<laughs> all right look like for instance there was a what is it those are are they called like daddy long legs the one with a bunch of legs like well, centipedes yeah the skinny skinny one yeah mm-hmm. they eat spiders so i try to leave them alone but those things are so creepy yeah, they actually eat spiders. What? Yeah. So sometimes it's good, to, it's good to have them in the house because they're, they eat spiders just because. You be in my room, you getting sprayed down with something. Don't. Yeah. And it, I used to do that too. But now I do the same thing with them. Like actually this happened last week. I caught it on the ceiling and then I put it in the cup and then I threw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be that person that like spray bugs with anything I can find. Like it could literally be a bottle of Windex next to me and I will spray that bug mm-hmm. with that bottle of Windex. But I learned not to do that. Except if it's a bee. I don't like bees, particularly in particular the yellow jackets because they 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 serve uh, no purpose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's a difference between the yellow jackets, wasp, and bumblebees. And bumblebees are the hero uh. ones. And I love bumblebees. They're cute, they mind their business. They do what they're supposed to be doing. Yellow jackets and wasps are simply out there to attack you for no reason. Get one of them, I don't know which one it is. So at the old house, above the like the light out on the porch, there was a bunch of them clustered together behind the light, and it was activating my trip trypophobia, whatever the fuck it is, trypophobia. Bees or wasps? It wasn't like bumblebees. I think they were wasps or hornets. Or hornets. The, the color of them all it was disgusting Mm-mm. and i sprayed dumb bitches the fuck up all i wouldn't have done that because like, that's triggering like if you did that they're all going to go after you i wouldn't have done that i want them to remember this face you come back over here and they're gonna fuck you gonna up they got stingers and they travel in packs you're gonna be like <laughs> fucking thomas J from my girl keep playing oh my god don't bring that up mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not, well, I don't know if I'm allergic, but just stay you away. Got stung? Yeah. Hair? No. Mm-mm. I've not I got stung. That shit hurt. No, I don't think I've been bit by, I mean, other than a mosquito. Yeah. I, I, I keep my distance from dangerous things. So. <laughs> Can't help it sometimes. I got stung by a bee. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> so I was leaving my, um, this was when I was working at my other job. and. I put on, uh, I think it was Burt's Bees uh, lotion, but it was like a lavender. Right, how funny, right? How fucking funny, Burt's Bees. <laughs> but it was a lotion, and it was um, lavender and honey. And I put that on, and just because I love the smell of it. I love lavender. I love honey. And a bee literally went on my arm and stung the shit out of me. And I knocked it off, and its stinger was still inside of me. And literally, my arm, like, it was a huge bump with the stinger <clears throat> in the middle of it. So I went back inside my workplace. And got some like tweezers, and I had to pull the stinger out. That shit hurt. <laughs> Be I feel like my, my whole victim. arm was. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, bees I can't deal with unless they're bumblebees. But other than that, I can't deal with hornets and spiders. Wasps, okay. wasps, wasps are simply the devil's creation. They serve no purpose. I agree. Get them out of here. What they doing? I hate wasps. stealing honey, girl. I don't. I run do from that? them. Every time I see a boss, I will not go in that direction. <laughs> nope. Let me think. My second one is going to be octop- octopi. Octopus. Pusses. Octopi. Pie. Octopi. What is octopi? Octopus. An octopus. 
Oh. I guess more than one octopus is octopi. I but think. who would give you know. that as a gift? It, it's it's not real. This is fake. <laughs> well, in this that case, we could talk scenario. about. All right, in that case, I could say sharks and fucking squids and stuff. Somebody could give you a shark. Nobody's not giving me no damn shark. They can give you a baby shark in a little tank as a gift. But an octopus is also a spy from another planet. You can't tell me those things are not peculiar. Why? Why are you camouflaging? Why are you fitting through little quarter holes with your big ass head? Yo, I seen a video on Facebook where it was a jar and this fucking octopus literally like squeezed this whole body Mm -hmm. inside the jar. And it was huge. And And they can open them. Mm -hmm. They know they need to open them. So they are spies from another fucking planet. For the sea, we have air, land, and sea ones. They do that to simply, they camouflage to protect themselves. Don't nobody want to eat? Well, I do eat octopus. But. So you talk all that shit and you sit there and eat them? Calamari? I sure do. I I had calamari today and I took, I don't know the difference between them little circle things and the things with the little tentacles, but I ate all of it up. And I don't know how it's good fried. Fried with some sauce. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's too chewy. It's and people are like, oh, well, it's not chewy if it's cooked right. It was cooked right the last time I had it. And if I have to keep chewing <laughs> for a certain <laughs> amount of time, I do not want it. And it was disgusting. I don't care what sauce you put it in. So I'm good. I don't like oysters. I don't like but, oysters um, either. And I like seafood. Like I like shrimp. I like crab legs. I like crabs. Uh I like lobster is kind of it's okay, but it doesn't have like the same type of taste that crabs. Um, I think yeah, it's, it's a different taste. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I only eat scallops. crab legs. I don't eat the rest of that. Scallops are good. You don't eat crab legs? I eat crab legs. Oh. I don't eat the rest of that. Um, I remember I went to Vegas and they brought the whole fucking no, it was a lobster. I'm thinking they bringing me a tail or some shit. They brought the whole fucking lobster over there with the <laughs> little beady eyeballs and everything. I no, no, <laughs> no. I'm good. Do I look like a survivalist <laughs> if you don't break this shit so I can eat it? Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah, octopus, if you give it to me, they can strangle you, they can attach some suckers, that is fucking disgusting. I, I could not, I could not, and I would be highly upset if somebody bought that for me. I got you. No, don't. (laughs) I got you. I would scream, I would probably pass out. (laughs) I would pass out, and then it could, so I also watched, um... The Twilight Zone, the the why do I keep almost calling him Tyler Perry? Jordan Peele. That that version where he produced that one, and there's an octopus episode. Which if y'all haven't watched the new Twilight Zone, go ahead and watch that. I'm just scared like they're smart enough they're gonna try to kill me if somebody gets it as a pet. They could easily they could go in my nose if they wanted yep. to. My, my, imagine my mouth. that. So imagine Ugh. like you're in the sea, right? And it's literally that's how you die. It's literally like spitting his tentacles up your nose, every hole Ooh. in your face, and it literally just goes inside your head just by that, just by doing that. Oh my god! <laughs> parasites. Yeah, a parasite. <laughs> oh my god! That's how they take over. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Do you have any other ones? I'm trying to think. What other animals are scary? Oh. I don't like, I mean, we were, we were talking about like sea creatures and stuff like that. So, I mean, anything involving the sea, I just, mm-mm. 
I can't mm-hmm. do. Um, Agree. I can't think of anything else, Mike. <laughs> okay. Again, I love animals, so it's just like. Okay, I got two more. Owls, girl, why? I love they, owls. They're so awesome. Oh, you talking about the little cute Harry Potter looking owls. I'm talking about the huge, dusty, furry ones i seen at the Atlanta Zoo or whatever the fuck the zoo is called. They are huge. And I mean, what animals can turn their heads all the way around? Why? Why? Protection. You're, mention, you're mentioning all these things that 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 is odd and peculiar, but at the same time, they do that for their protection. So if something's trying to sneak up behind them, they could just do a whole Reagan, turn your head <laughs> around, and find out what's coming after them and fly the fuck away. But they're predators. I mean, I guess other birds, maybe, but like a eagle or some shit. The circle Which are life. Huge, by the way, there's always it might be a prey, but it's always gonna be something coming after, you know, a predator. It's just go, it's just a whole circle. Ain't nobody eating that thing. I'm gonna show you a picture if I can find one. How disgusting it looks. Nobody's eating that. Um, and I I don't really understand how domestication of cats works, but big cats like jaguars and and shit like that is very scary to me. It like is. and how do they fucking turn into these tiny little creatures? I don't get it. Like, do they do they put them in little cages and then every time <laughs> it evolves into something smaller or something? Like, how does that happen? <laughs> like, I'm like they had to be at one type at some point, right? I sound so stupid, but like <laughs> <laughs> evolution, evolution, Mike. It just but it's a smaller just... things. Same thing with dogs, you know? Same thing with dogs. There's different breeds of dogs, and it's just like, how do we get all these different type of breeds of dogs where they're, you know, they supposedly, what, come from wolves and stuff like that. So, it's it's interesting. This world is very interesting, and I I love it for that. I don't get it. I just don't get it. It's like accents and language. I don't understand that either. Like, I get it, but I don't get it. Like it's here, it exists. We're mimicking each other, but like, what the? Where the fuck is it from? I don't understand. <sighs> okay. Anyway, fun conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back into the holiday cheer. We're going to get into Gremlins now. It's on HBO Max, part one and two. If you have not seen them, I doubt you have not seen Gremlins, but just in case. And it is a wonderful Christmas movie. It starts out very Christmassy. Um, what the fuck? Oh, what's the song? Christmas. That one. Yeah. And there's snow everywhere. I think the town's called Kingston Falls. And um, yeah, it's very, if there's not snow, I don't count it as Christmas. That's just how I feel. Well, fun fact, that's not real snow. All what of that is, is all fake snow. Cotton ball? Oh. <laughs> Cotton balls. So um, I bought some of the special features on the Blu-ray I have. And <gasps> that, so that's not a real town. That's a fake town. It's, a, it's built on a lot. Oh. Uh, well, and, they, okay, and, they film, and they actually filmed this movie in summertime. Oh. So they had to dress in right. cold. They had to dress in all that heavy clothing. To make mm-hmm. it seem like it's winter time and get all this fake snow. They pulled a Halloween. You know how Halloween is to get the fake leaves? Same thing with this one here. 
uh, and this is impressive because I would have never thought. I feel like oh my God. it felt Scammers. like right, but movie magic, baby, I love it. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. that, and I was watching like I would love to live in a town like that, like one of them small. I don't know what it was, mountain towns. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, that would have been fun. It, it's a great opening, gets you in the spirit, in the mood. It's like the Lost Boys, but in a different way. It's a little more confident, gets you excited. Um, so the beginning of the movie, we get like this. <laughs> it's almost like a detective movie or something. The father's narrating. It comes off that way. He's like and in we, Chinatown. Yes, uh, it's in Chinatown, and they make it look very majestic for some reason yes. like there's red lights every fucking way i love it though it looks so cool and um we meet this man who owns gizmo and this this dude mr Peltzer, he makes his way in look this is what i want i see it i want it here's a hundred dollars and the guy's like no i don't want it he's like two hundred dollars and then the kid still the kid who works there or lives there he takes the uh, the Magwai and sells it to him outside. Um, I felt a way about this. All right, so I feel some type of way because this kid don't even have a actual name. <laughs> oh, he doesn't. Um, he goes by like if you go on IMDb, it's just Chinese boy. character doesn't have a name i mean it's one imdb sometimes chinese IMDb. boy really what was the other guy's name uh i have to look i know he has a name he has to have a name but um the chinese boy his real name is john louis uh so shout out to him because they should have gave his that is wild they literally couldn't be like john no i'm not selling this right <laughs> um wow. right I don't like IMDb. Um, but the uh, the old guy on there, his name is his grandfather. <laughs> I feel like this is wrong, and I think IMDb, this is a lie. Terrible. This is horrible. We need shit. I needed to pay attention to the credits. I wonder if in the credits they had their actual names listed, but they should be on there. Look, I'm grandfather and chinese so boy. how everybody else have like actual names but like, right that's not an oversight that's wow like wow. even the low-key characters got like actual names but like these important characters especially grandfather he's an important character he's bitch pretty... even the gremlins got names and they right. give him a name just saying <laughs> we, we... <laughs> nonsense we, we we need to come to the table red table talk that's craziness they needed names and i can't believe i didn't even notice until now okay so when you on, said it so on google grandfather see this is why you have to check multiple things so now google is saying that grandfather's actually his name is mr wang okay so, so he does have a name but unfortunately name. john louis don't have a name it's still chinese boy Okay. I, I rescind <laughs> I rescind half of that, but Chinese boy is still crazy. Yeah. Still crazy. That's wild. Um Yeah, I didn't like how he just kinda came up in there thinking I'm just gonna buy this from you no matter what. But it gave me very entitled, I can get whatever the fuck I want type shit. True. 
So I wasn't feeling Mr. Pelter. I'm glad he wasn't in most of this. But um, he was cool. Whatever. Same. And his little techie inventions that never work um, out. Yeah, that's true. I mean, some of them would have been cool, though. Like, I like the little orange juice thing that the mom yes. was trying to use. But then that just started exploding everywhere. <laughs> the egg thing, I was like, I could see. Because I don't like touching the egg yolk when I crack it. So I could see that working now in another way. Right. I mean, hey. Now, if he got if now what he needed to make was a fucking gremlin killer suit, like they did in that fucking um, Predator movie. That's what they oh, needed yeah. to do. But maybe, you didn't know? maybe in a sequel, maybe in the third movie. Um, so we meet the Peltzers. We meet. Um, oh wait, before we do that, Adam. One thing I noticed. Yeah. Okay, so John Louis he tells him the rules, but he don't give him the warrant. Like why? Like he tells him, he don't like bright light. Don't put him in the sun because he'll die. Who? Don't feed him after midnight. Bitch, why? Don't get him wet. Bitch, why? You didn't tell us nothing. So, low key, John Louis, you dropped the ball on that one. You should have said something. And Gizmo. But at, this, yeah. but at the same time, he still shouldn't have given Gizmo to him. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to. I don't think he liked Gizmo, honestly. I think he was just trying to get rid of him. <laughs> This is all his fault. He's like, I want, I want chaos. Mm. You blame Gizmo, but it's really John Louis's fault. It is. <laughs> it's Gizmo's fault too. Oh, he gosh, was doing, he cares. was doing shit. I forgot he did. Um, <laughs> Gizmo didn't do anything. I don't know what you kind of. We, I got questions guy. about the Mogwai, so we gonna get into that. Okay. Um, so we meet the Pelters. We meet Billy's mom. We obviously met the dad before. Billy's dog, I think Barney. Billy is, I assume, like right out of high school. I'm not quite sure what age he is, but he seems like college age, but maybe not in college. I wasn't sure about that. Um, So he's going to work. He works at a bank. And we meet Mrs. Deagle. Queen! Mrs. Deagle. I knew you was going to like her. No, I don't like her, but she's memorable. As fuck. She is. She got what she deserved. And I still laugh at her death every time I watch this movie. It never gets old. (laughs) (laughs) It's so sad. And I'm like, this doesn't seem like the same person. She was very lively and and running Mm -hmm. them. Well, not running, but she seemed energetic. And so when I see her coming down the stairs in her hovercraft, I'm like, "Uh, is this the same person? It's funny. They was going to make it worse. So they was going to actually try to make her a little bit more, um, I guess, likable because they were going to have her have like a conversation with her dead husband as far as looking at his picture and kind of just talk about like, oh, like, I miss you and stuff like that. Try to make her like, <laughs> but they cut that out because it was like, what's the point of doing that? She's already this dreadful character in the, yes. of the movie. So why turn her into that to make people feel sympathetic for her? Get her out of here. <laughs> she was trying to hurt that poor dog. In Yes, in its face, telling him she's going to basically destroy him, kill him, whatever. But that dog is so smart. Like, when she was talking all that shit at the bank, that dog, what's his name, Barney? Barney, Barney, Barney. He like untied that. himself and jumped on that calendar and barked at that bitch. She was just like, I heard what the fuck you said about me, ho. Mm-hmm. And Ooh, hopped better. over the counter, had her on the floor. Falling out. Oh, my heart. My heart. <laughs> I hate I hate people like her. Oh my gosh. Yeah, her heart wasn't bothering you when you were talking all that shit. Ooh, that sounds terrible. Okay. 
I might take that out. Maybe not. Um, what do you mean? <laughs> we're talking about her character. We're not talking about the actress. She was a horrible character. Mm. Shit. She was talking about putting the damn dog in her dryer in high heat and killing it. So what do you mean? She deserved everything you said about her. Hacksville. Uh, look. Yes. We don't look. We love animals. Well, I love animals. <laughs> I know you love animals too. I love dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I have three of them here. And she's against dogs. So when she was saying that, I was like, mm, get her. Get her, Barney. Yeah, I don't know what it is about dogs that people are so protective of. It's it's like I wouldn't have the They're same innocent. reaction as with someone said that about a cat, unfortunately. And don't you cat people come for me. I don't want to hear it. Because <laughs> you know what? Dogs are a little bit more. I mean, it's the reason why they say uh, man's best friend. Because mm. they're, are, they're great companions. Like, in the beginning of this movie, literally Barney is traveling with Billy to work. Yep. You know, a cat won't do that. <laughs> I, that's what so. it is. Cats are bitches. That's why. <laughs> that's why. That's Okay. Yeah. Barney, and you know, they're more, you know, you can train them. They're more... You know, I don't know. They just, they get along with people more than cats. And don't get me wrong, like, cats are very smart, too. But dogs are more, you know, I guess, likable in that sense. Yeah, they look more likable. They're friendlier. (laughs) They're more excited to see you. All that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also meet Kate. So Billy and Kate have a little flirtatious thing going on. Um, I don't know why I thought this took place over way more days when I was little. This was like, what, a day and a half or something? Same. Same. It was weird. Oh, Judge Reinhold. I'll recognize his voice any fucking where. He also works at the bank. Bit of a dick. Um, Is that the one that was coming at Billy? Yes, he was like, I'll be vice president at 25 and I'll have his job. And by the time I'm 30, I'll be a millionaire. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Mm. I hate people like him too. I would not like to live in this town, honestly. I know you would say you would like to, but just given how that guy is, and then how that what's the old woman name again? Mrs. Deagle. Mrs. Deagle. Mm-mm. I like the aesthetic of the old small town. I like that. And where was the black people? The teacher was there. <laughs> <laughs> and then he died. He did. So I... they're going to kill like the only black character in this movie. Well, see, he didn't even deserve the it. way they set like, it up. Well, I don't know because he pricked the other gremlin. He he was experimenting on the gremlin, so I low key was not that mad at it because the gremlin was like, "You gonna poke me?" And that's what he did. He killed him and poked, put the damn syringe in his <laughs> ass or wherever it was. He got his revenge. I mean, maybe he put him to sleep. Maybe it was just something that knocked him out. No, he killed not These good. things are not. <laughs> Can we just discuss the gremlins for a second? Because I, well, when we get to them, okay, okay. Yeah, we'll get to them. So, first of all, do you think he would be responsible enough to have a gremlin, considering all the so, rules? So, if I was given a Mogwai, how old we're talking? My age now? Or is that like 15, 16? I think Billy's a little bit too fucking old, honestly. But um, 15, 16. Okay. Um, Honestly, at that age, I will be curious to know what the hell it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have a lot of questions. (laughs) But at the same time, Gizmo's cute. And it It seemed like, you know, it's it's not going to hurt anybody, and he seems pretty cool, and he can talk a little bit. So I would be interested 
and it, I would definitely have a lot of questions. But I probably would fuck up like Billy because Billy wasn't given the information exactly. like he was supposed to. You know what I mean? And Billy didn't know really, you know? So it wasn't, it was his fault, but it really wasn't his fault. So I feel like at his age, if that same information was given to me, I probably would make that same mistake, honestly. And my town in Philadelphia. Ooh, <laughs> would they would have had a ball in Philly. Oh my God. So the Gremlins would be in a train. <gasps> we need that On the scene. Liberty Bell. If they do another Gremlins <laughs> movie, we need a scene with Gremlins on a train. <laughs> I would live. I mean, they like machinery. Yeah, that's like stuff one of my questions, actually. Um, I would I be responsible for a grill? I think the not getting wet part would be hard. Light could be easy. Just keep your ass in the closet until it gets dark out or something. And what's the other one? No food after midnight. Right. I mean, that should be well. See, so Gizmo doesn't break the rules. So, like, I guess that'd be fine. But if it were just a random Mogwai. That might be an issue because he seems to be the only "quote unquote" good one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's true. But say, for instance, the Magui we got, you know, was like uh, Gizmo, and because obviously Gizmo's aware, like when he sees bright light, he's like bright light, bright mm-hmm. light, like he doesn't like it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm sure he doesn't want to. He don't want water near him, and I'm sure like he knows not. I feel like Gizmo. No, I feel like even Gizmo been through this before. Yes, and this has happened to him too again. Exactly. I'm, it seems he seems very familiar with this. So if there was like a prequel, which I wouldn't be mad at, um, how like Gizmo came about and things like that, that would have been dope because I feel like he's been through all of this before. I agree. There's there's many questions I have like how many times. They've been through this before. Stripe and Gizmo clearly know each other. Um, <laughs> the other one, I mean, in the second movie, I guess you have like the other ones, like the goofy doofy ones and all that shit. Yeah. But it's something weird. Like, okay, so they can't be in sunlight. So it's like, okay, where the fuck do these things live? In a cave? Um, but like, they don't have the eyes of something that would live in a cave that can see in a cave. So that doesn't make sense. And where do they live where there's no water? Unless water they are around a lot of water and they're from like an area where they just have a high population because there have to be a lot of water there and maybe mm-hmm. gizmo got stolen or some shit well, there's an island of gizmos well, Mogwai. <laughs> the island of Mogwai. and don't feed them after midnight now i don't know how that rule works i'm sure we're all like you know who's to say when yeah. midnight is or is not Exactly, because the time zone, we are on different time zones, so it's like, how. Oh. But it could be a moon thing, and I think they just say midnight, just because it sounds better. But it might be something to do with before. the moon. Listen, I've been thinking about this, because I need to understand what the fuck these things are and where they come <laughs> from. But it's, it's funny, because Joe Dante said that his inspiration for this film uh, was watching an old Bugs Bunny cartoon, and he's seen a Bugs Bunny cartoon uh, you seen Bugs Bunny referencing gremlins on an airplane. And um, he said, oh, well, that's kind of creepy because they, like, fuck, they're, they're chaotic. You know, they cause chaos. And he said, oh, I just want to do a movie about that and see how that works. Mm-hmm. So that's why we get that, um, I think, that tagline at the end of the movie where he said, if, like, such and such doesn't work well or whatever is, like, broken, 
you never know it might just be a gremlin yes there uh so that was his inspiration for that um and it's interesting because i did research for this because i like joe dante because he did the howling you mm-hmm. know what i mean that's like one of my faves and there's a segment that he directed in the twilight zone movie called um it's a good life and it's and that's the one with the boy with the powers anthony oh okay yeah 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 Joe Dante directed that, but I would have thought he would have directed the last one with the guy with um, John Lithgow on the airplane with that gremlin on the plane. Yeah, I would have thought he would have directed that because that he got his inspiration from that story to do this movie. Mm-hmm. So I thought he would have done that one, but he did the other one with the um, kid with the powers. So it's very interesting how some of these tie in and how you know he uh, where he got his inspiration and things like that from, but. I don't know. Like gremlins are very interesting. They're they're interesting because it's like how did this all come about? Like who thought of gremlins? Why do they mess up machinery? Like why do they like to be chaotic? I mean, they sound like demons, honestly, to me. Like little they demons. are demons, <laughs> and they just happen to have some sort of biology thing going on, like the fur, so they can't get wet, but they can drink. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. And you can't eat after midnight. If they do, they turn into their second evolutionary form, which is like some rep well, a cocoon, and then a little reptile looking thing with the with the overbite. And then um who knows? There could be something after that. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> but I don't know because in part two, they were like populating like crazy and yeah, they start having like different types of powers and shit. I just—I'm telling you, <laughs> we'll get there. We get to that one when we get to it because <laughs> that movie is wild. <laughs> I low key prefer, even though I love this movie here, I low key prefer the second one, one over this one. It's, yeah, more, it's fun. more fun. Yeah. Um. So Gizmo, of course, gets wet. Um. Is it Corey Feldman that wets him? Yes, he knocks over that fucking uh, water. It would be Corey. And so, and this is disgusting. Them little balls that pop out and that noise, the the plucking noise. (laughs) Now, would you be excited or would you be like a little nervous if that happened? Probably, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) What? I threw you off. I'm sorry. So if you saw a bunch of those come up out of him and you saw there were more little cute little mogwais, would you be excited? No, I would freak out. Because for one, would it, why, like, why did this happen? Two, what am I going to do with all these mogwai? I'm not going to sell them or anything because who knows that this is just going to be an ongoing thing. Um, so I would be very concerned. I would contact my father, like, wherever the fuck you got this from, you need to contact the owner, like, right away because... Mm. <laughs> This is insane. I wouldn't be able to handle it. I would be, yeah, I'd be nervous. I'd be scared. Yeah. Because they all got different personalities, too. It's not, it's not like they're all, like, gizmo. They're chaotic. So yes, it's... they are. And they're rambunctious. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't like it. And they have little secret jokes. And, and they talk to each other. And mm-hmm. mm. they make plans. Like, yes. Like they put poor Barney on the Christmas lights, <laughs> they and I don't even know how the fuck they did that. They're so sl- small. 
So there was supposed to be a scene where um they were actually filmed it, but they said they had to cut it out because it got too ridiculous. But <laughs> they said they w- initially wanted the gremlins to form back into a ball. That was going to be one of their powers where they can like curl themselves back up into a ball. Mm-hmm. And they said they were bouncing down the steps to trick Barney into like a place oh. and they tricked them to going outside. And then they be formed as the Magua, and then that's when they took the the Christmas lights. Kind of like that. that. Yeah, but they said it got too silly, and they said um some the practical effects like it was, it was just a lot of things that they weren't able to do, okay. so they had to cut it out. But if it was made today, I'm pretty sure they would have got away with it. Yeah, yeah, that poor dog. Um, I know. <laughs> He's like, I just want my old ass to just be able to sit down and go with Billy to work, and y'all done brought these. <laughs> These fucking things in this house. I was looking at his um expression the whole time, like when they were all like at the Christmas tree and they were playing with the gifts. And when that was this uh stripe mm-hmm. that spit that shit out like Gizmo, and the dog, both of Gizmo and the dog's reaction was like, "Bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> I love that because you have this puppet, you know, which mm-hmm. is Gizmo, and then you have a dog, which is a living thing, both having a reaction to something that happened at the same time. It was too cute. <laughs> <laughs> they see where the dog... So Gizmo... So this is point number one. Gizmo knows how to harmonize and mm. play music. Okay? Mm. This is not some, like, idiot creature. Okay? This thing knows... No, they're smart. Doing. They're like a parrot. But he can talk... He No, it's not just parodying. <laughs> he talks. He has conversation. You can no, he tell doesn't. me... Yes! He said, oh, my God, at one point. Because I, <laughs> I have subtitles on when I watch it. So he said, oh, my God. It, it was, Wait, which part he said that it on? Was, <laughs> it was when, <laughs> it was when um, after they attacked Billy's mother and he's walk, Billy's walking with Gizmo to the YMCA. And he sees the footprints going. I think it's that uh-huh. scene. He sees it and he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> How did I it's miss really that? quick and like like you gotta really listen to it. So he re- oh my he reacts to shit. He has conversation. Yeah. Well, of course he has feeling. You could have so warned cute us. to me. It is cute. <laughs> like I would want one look wise. Yeah, but it's gonna need a, a suit or some a bubble suit or something to wear. A bubble suit. Like even at the end, I know I'm jumping ahead, but like when uh Mr. Wayne comes in. When you pick him up, and he's like, "Bye, Billy." I was yeah. like, "Oh, See, yeah, was that so was cute. that was cute. That was very cute." I got teary eyed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we already talked about. So we, Gizmo knows this has happened before. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, so little gremlins they concoct the plan to eat. Um, so they they are jumping up and down, screaming and all this shit. This would drive me nuts. While Billy's in bed, so that he would feed them. He looks at the clock, it's not midnight, so he goes to feed them. Then um he, I believe he wakes up and then there's cocoons of things. He calls his mother up and then he finds out that the, the wire from the clock was ripped out. So these things know about they know. they know about clocks on top of everything else in time and they wanted this they wanted this they knew exactly what they were doing they have they wanted to evolve because why else would they pull that yes wire out they have know? an end goal they they want to take over a damn strike 
Yeah, Stripe is just... And he comes back the second one, right? He just looks different. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. So, so are they telepathic? Are they like, uh, are they tele, like, do they connect telepathically too? Because that one at the school does pretty much the same thing. Like, the, I guess the, um, he leaves, well, he, he doesn't like mess with the clock or anything, but how do he, how does he know when to eat? Because he literally took the sandwich and snuck it and mm-hmm. ate it around that time. Why didn't he do that any other time? Why did he do it specifically at that time? Uh, these are good questions. So I feel like they could communicate telepathically. That could be a thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> My God, we don't know about them. We don't so know. we're making our own theories. We have no clue about any of these things. Um, yeah, technology. They know all about technology. They know what to do. They know if they hop inside the fucking mailbox, they can rip somebody's hand off. They know. It's just. It's. I, I need to. I need to. I mean, I don't need to understand, but I want to understand. Um, I need to understand. <laughs> I need to. So, Billy, he gives one of the gremlins to the sole black man, I recall, if I recall correctly, in the town. He's a, like a teacher or some shit, a professor. And he's studying this gremlin. Did he think it was Gizmo at first when he gave it to him? Because this one looked like Gizmo. Um, I don't think so. Okay. I, I mean, they all look alike except for Stripe. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> I think they all look alike. And, and to be fair, um, they did use the same. Um, like for instance, when the Mogwai was forming from that ball after Gizmo was like giving birth to them, um, they literally used the same. <laughs> they used the same camera shot of them, like where their ears is like covering their eyes and they're like opening. Oh up. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they literally used that same. Uh, Magwai. They just filmed it differently in different angles to make it seem like it was a different one. So they could have did something similar in a way we're giving this one to the teacher. Uh, it probably looked, it probably was Gizmo, but they try to make it seem like it's a different Magwai. I can't wait till Gremlins 2. You talking about that, it reminds me of the scene where they come back and they're playing that music and then their ears open oh, up yes. and see all the bad ones. Was, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we gotta get to Gremlins 2. When we get to that, it's gonna be fun. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Woo! So, there's a gremlin in the school. Again, we already talked about it. The guy was, I guess, doing tests on him, poking him with a needle. So, the gremlin sneaks some food, eats it. Now, this was really quick. He turned to a cocoon and then was a gremlin. Gremlin. I don't know what to call these. Lizard gremlins? I think they're just gremlins. Gremlins. Because, I mean... Okay, they're mogwai when they're little. And then gremlins. Yeah, and then they're gremlins when they look like that green and reptilian like mm-hmm. yeah so it's a gremlin and then the gremlin tears his ass up and he's laying lifeless on the floor when billy finds him and my favorite part in this movie <laughs> so billy calls to warn his mother about the gremlins because the cocoons are upstairs and she's at home doing her thing <laughs> and she's all she's trying to do is frost her little cookies her little gingerbread man She's trying to have a nice Christmas, and here come these fucking. <laughs> oh my god! So, so, so is it first the music? I'm trying to remember the order of the events. So, some the music turns on. No, no, she hears noises. That's what's here. She yeah. hears rumblings and shit going on. Because doesn't she go upstairs to check and she see the cocoons? Yes, and, stuff? and they opened up. Yeah. She sees that yeah. they opened up, and then she hears shit from downstairs. Yeah. 
And then the music they, starts playing. Do you hear what I Which hear? is creepy as fuck. All right, listen. So let's talk about Christmas music. Christmas music in horror movies fits perfectly because Christmas, a lot of these Christmas songs, and I think we talked about this last year on a, a few of our other Christmas uh, horror episodes. They're scary if you really think about them. It's just something about them that's just very creepy. Mm-hmm. Like Silent Night to me is a creepy song. Yeah. I mean, and then just play. Then I guess maybe because they play a lot on um Black Christmas. The year like day. it on in particular it, scenes, it it could be scary as fuck. Like in Black yeah. Christmas, it is like a very yeah. unsettling scene, and in this, it's unsettling because yeah. it's a, so. Every time I hear these songs in real life, I think about those scenes. So to me, they're just scary now because. Whenever I hear this song, just playing randomly, where wherever I'm at, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about this scene in Gremlin, <laughs> <laughs> where the mom is about to get fucked up. <laughs> uh. Well, she was kicking her ass first, but then when she was fighting yeah, that one in that... the tree, <laughs> she okay. So she sees one. First of all, you see a shadow that's kind of peeking and seeing her, and then it scurries away, and then mm-hmm. she goes to the kitchen and she sees one. Or the counter, and we get to see one like up close in the face close. for real, like red yeah. eyes, fucked up teeth, big ass ears. Um, maybe why did I bring this up? So the scene you were talking about in, oh my god, not Tales from the Fucking Hood, <laughs> the movie you just brought up that Joe Tante was a part of, the oh, Twilight, Twilight Zone, Zone movie. Like, wasn't there a big ass bunny or something with the kids skit that scared? Yeah. People? Yeah, it was that big ass thing that came out the TV. It made me think of the ears. Yeah. Yeah, they're horrifying. Mm. Claws and everything. And I do wonder if a critter or a gremlin would win in a fight. I don't know. But, um, Mm. because I mean, that's, that's, hmm. the gremlins got, because I feel like the gremlins don't really use their teeth that much. They use their claws more so than their teeth. The critters obviously use their teeth. And them little paralyzing, it might be the critters might fuck them up actually. Yeah, I think the critters will get them out of here. Because <laughs> gremlins, like they fuck stuff up and they're they're they are harmful, but I feel like they're more playful mm-hmm. while doing it. Where critters is just literally just trying to get you to fuck out of here. Yeah, they want to eat you for real. Yeah, and they're super fast. So and they can turn to a big ass ball. Yeah, when they all combine together and they can just turn into a ball. Yeah. The, the gremlins have no chance. <laughs> Unless there's a final evolutionary form we don't know about. And if y'all decide to do another sequel or a reboot, y'all should do a third stage. And it should be Gizmo that turns into it. I'm just saying. Well, they wanted Gizmo to turn into a gremlin in this movie. But they said they didn't want to give him like that look. And they want to keep Gizmo the way he is. Because they didn't want... Because you have enough of the gremlins already. Mm-hmm. So to see Gizmo tra- transform into that is kind of no point. And they wanted him to like, save the day too as a Mogwai. Um, and then there's no way of him reverting back, going back into a Mogwai. So, uh, the tears of a loved one. Yeah. But their plan was to actually make Gizmo into like a gremlin. Story-wise, I think it makes sense. I mean, maybe not the first movie. But I think it would make sense eventually. Now, maybe he could just be a hairier version so he don't look exactly like them. Yeah. But, yeah. Like he'll, they look forced... like the, um, he'll look like um, how D. Wallace looked when fucking the end of, of the Howling. Oh. <laughs> She's like a little puppy. But it'll be... 
It'll just be a because Gizmo's already furry, so it'll just be like a gigantic version of that. Imagine Gizmo, but life size, like with long legs and mm-hmm. arms, and it'll a... look like Puka. Who you remember? You know Puka on. <laughs> So on um Hulu, there's do you know the Into the Dark series or whatever? Yes. And there they have a Christmas special. They have two Christmas specials, and one of them is called Puka. And it's about like this giant furry bunny rabbit looking thing. They got these big ass eyes. Ooh. <sighs> I'll bring a picture up. Okay. Yeah, you should. <laughs> but yeah. You show me like that. that. That sounds terrifying. Um yeah, like imagine a tall gizmo being like Billy, but it's deeper because it's taller now. <laughs> Billy. I don't think it'd have the same effect. <laughs> so there she's fighting them off. She put one in the blender. Miss Peltz put one in the blender, one in the microwave. Oh no. <laughs> I can't. Why is his eye so big? That's Puka. The first movie, and this is the first movie's kind of like blah, but the second one is actually pretty dope. And then this Puka is Two actually got claws. Oh, that one's actually scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that one's like a Christmas one, so we should have talked about. That. Um, but yeah, if Gizmo was ever to become like a gigantic version, I mean, as long as he's still friendly, I'm okay with it. But he won't be as he won't be adorable because. He's not small, and <laughs> you can't travel with him like that anymore. You can travel. He'll just be <laughs> scaring people no. when you walk by them. <sighs> but it's better if he could just sit in your backpack, or you can just hold him. <laughs> and just... Like a Pokemon, like Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Did you ever own a Furby? I think I had one from like McDonald's or something. But it was, okay. was it Harry? The McDonald's yeah. Furbies, were they hard or were they no, hairy? I think they were hard. Okay, so no, I haven't had a real one. I had a real one. I had a gray one. Um, and I wanted that because of Gizmo. And it was pretty dope because they talk, they can um they had their own language, Furbish. And if you got two of them, they could actually communicate with each other and learn. You could play hide and oh, seek. Oh no, them. but that's too- mm-mm. But I got scared because one one time, like I had it in my room, and it just started speaking like late at night by itself. Oh. And the eyes will open back and forth. <laughs> and the more you spend time with it, the more it starts to learn the um the English language. So, Who bought you this? My grandma. Oh my! Furbies were popping back then. I don't know how you didn't. That um... sounds. And my sister had a pink one. It was called um the Furbies. They had like little baby versions, and she had like a little baby pink one. And they would communicate with each other back and forth. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they actually made one that looked like Gizmo too, because again, the the inspiration was Gizmo. Mm-hmm. So they actually made one that was replication of Gizmo. I remember that. But that one was more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. It gives me one. I wonder how much it is. Someone was going to send me the Chucky doll um, for my birthday. But of course, it's not cheap. I think he said it was three, four $400, but when he was doing good. Oh, yeah. That's the real, real one. And <laughs> I was like, that is not coming in my house. In fact, it's going to return to sender if that gets sent to me. 
I'm gonna send you a Chucky doll. Absolutely not. We, I have one here. I'm gonna send you one. I'm gonna ship it just like how Jennifer Tilly does <laughs> in the motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm going to tear go. that shit up, just like in uh, Chucky season one when they were fucking him up at, the, at that damn garbage can. <laughs> I'm not uh, taking no chances. Mm-mm. And they open and close their eyes and they talk to each other? In their mouth, yep. Because it's like a little sensor between their eyes. And that's how they communicate and sense things. And it says, the more you play with me, the more I do. And it's true. That sounds perverted. <laughs> Look, it was the nineties. The more, the more you play with me, the more I do. The more I do, guys. Um, if you own a Furby, please let us know on Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> or whatever. I'm curious to know what was y'all, uh, you know, reaction to getting a Furby if y'all ever got one when y'all were a kid, or you know. Mm. <laughs> that took me out that them communicating and learning let, no why Mrs. Peltz is fighting the gremlins off she's doing really good she is fucking these things up and then she sees um, her, a stocking over the uh, like a Christmas stocking moving so she's assuming one of them are in there so she attacks it and then she backs up into this Christmas tree and <laughs> Did you see the red eye? Yes. I, I don't think yeah. I noticed that when I was a kid, though. Me neither. I noticed it on this watch because they blend in with the Christmas lights. Yes, which is scary as fuck. It's blending with the tree and the lights. Mm-hmm. So she could think the whole damn tree is attacking her. But <laughs> she was losing that battle because that thing was fucking her up. It was Yo, it was fucking her up. Choking her up. It was smashing her. It was choking her. <laughs> the way her head was going like this. <laughs> Billy, she would have been, she would have been gone if Billy didn't walk in. Billy got home in two or three minutes from the school or wherever the hell he was, and um, now the mother letting Billy go out and do this was a little strange to me. Oh yeah, but I guess he's an adult, so whatever. wait after like he dropped her off at the neighbors. Yeah, the neighbors yeah. who also got attacked by gremlins. Um, <laughs> everybody got attacked by fucking gremlins. So he goes and he sees, this is the scene where him and Gizmo are walking in near the YMCA and they see Stripe's footprints in the snow, which I need to know why the snow doesn't make them multiply. But. True. This is water. Yes. <laughs> and so they get in the YMCA and then Stripe scratches the fuck out of Billy and hops his ass in that pool. I. <laughs> it, there's something. Stripe is horrible. He's such an asshole. Like, you had to do that? You can just jump in the water? <laughs> so he scratched him, he jumps in there, and then there's this weird-ass noise. I thought it was Stripe making noises. Yeah, it's not like a it's not like a cat in heat. Yes. <laughs> and then it sounds like a cat. You see <laughs> bubbling in the pool, and there's lights flickering and shit, and there's fog or mist coming out of the pool. And I mean, at that point, you know it's over. Because if that 
I, how many do you think of that? Because it felt like a few hundred, but I feel like it'd be more than that if that happened. Yeah. It'd be, a, it'd be time to leave. I actually staying there is not an option. Oh, hell no. I would have been out. Well, you be, so do you think you would be able to take these gremlins? So say, for instance, you're you know at your job. You don't know what's going on because people in this town don't know what's happening. You're, you know, they're minding their own mm-hmm. business. You got people, families watching TV, eating dinner, whatever. Say, for instance, you're just chilling, doing a podcast or eating dinner, and then you hear a scratching at the window, and then you pull back your window, your blinds or your curtain, and you see a fucking gremlin at your window, and he, like, breaks through, Ooh. like, and you're fighting a gremlin. What are you going to do? Well, I do have a bat and a sword in my room, as well as other things that I won't mention on here. Ooh. But... I still would probably be petrified, honestly. I it's not even the seeing them that's scary, even though that is. It's the like noises and the thought that something is in there and I don't know where it is and it's stalking me. Like that shit scares the fuck out of me. So yeah. I, I think all of it would be I think all of it seeing it because first of all, this is something you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And they it's come up to like they're high they're like up to your a little above your kneecap, so they're not like that little. Well, I guess Chucky's that high too. Yeah. But these things got claws and teeth. And they jump. <laughs> and they jump. And their mouth is wide as fuck, too. It could fit your whole head in there, probably. <laughs> I don't, yeah, and I they're don't. just smart. Mm-hmm. They're smart, man. They'll use whatever in your house to, like, strangle you. <laughs> or choke you out something. It's just a mess. These things. So now we know what's about to be on. Stripe comes out of the darkness, and then we just see a bunch <laughs> of them following him. And they scattering about amongst the town. It's a whole gaggle of fucking gremlins. Which was like a stop a stop motion mm-hmm. uh stop, which was pretty cool to me. I like stop motion uh stuff back in the day. It, even though it's obviously clear, clearly fake, it's still pretty cool to me. Maybe because we don't get it much anymore because we have CGI. But it still works. I, it yeah, still it works. And um now Kingston Falls is about to get into it. Billy's at the police station. And I'm like, you talking? Just show this fucking gremlin to them so they see what the fuck you're talking about. Which he doesn't look threatening. Um, but obviously, when it turns. But like, the town is going nuts now. They are, again, in the mailbox attacking people. They attack people <laughs> in their homes. Poor Dick Miller. So, <laughs> shout out to Dick Miller. He was also on um, The Howling. And he was also on uh, Demon Knight. He was in a lot of movies. But he was in there with his wife, and they showed up in there with a fucking um, plow truck. Yes. Yes, yes, And, like, yes. broke through their house. <laughs> and I thought they died, because they made it seem yes. like they died. But they were on part two. I did think they died. But no, they're in part two. They did. They were there because they fought the little gargoyle-looking one. Yeah. <laughs> I know he had to be over. He's laughing. Right. He escaped these fucking things. Hell <laughs> Uh... What else did they fucking do? I mean, cars are being rammed into shit because they all they ruining brakes. They're cutting brake lines. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to Mrs. Deagle house and she <laughs> she has like a million cats in there and she's talking to them, whatever. And then there's a gremlin. Doggy doors are freaky as fuck to me. I don't feel like people should have these because like anything yeah. can get inside your house, even like a person small enough to fit in there. So I watched the recent episode of nine one one. Uh, that's the show with like Angela Bassett and um, <clears throat> I said in them because I don't, I forgot who else is on here. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt, she's on there. Yes. Um, but there was an episode that played the shit out of me because it, a wife was home by herself, 
in her room. She felt somebody was breaking in. She was calling the police. Um, she was walking down the steps, and the police was like, "All right, don't go look for it. Just leave." And she was no. They was like, "No, stay where you at. Stay where you at." So the police can get there. Just stay in your room. And she wouldn't stay in her room. She wanted to investigate. So she go downstairs where the noise were was happening. She opened the door, and you didn't see what was in there. You just hear her scream, and she just like booked it and ran. And she, I think she tripped and hit her head and fell. And you don't know what happened to her. Then, like later on in the episode, the police come. And come to find out, it was a fucking raccoon inside her fucking uh, closet in the kitchen, and she freaked out because of that. And how the raccoon got in there was because it was a doggy door that they used to have a dog a long time ago, and her husband never got rid of it. So the raccoon just walked itself inside the fucking house through the doggy door. Ugh. I, Why would you still have that if you no longer own a pet? Anything could come in there, especially if you Why have like, it at all? Right. Mm-mm. That's that's a hazard. Y'all need to get rid of doggy doors. There's no point. That's lazy as fuck too. Like really, just fucking open the door and let them outside. Should I do it all the time? <laughs> like <laughs> I wouldn't make no point in the dog. It's no point in a doggy door. Anything can come in. Not just the dog. Anything. Possums, raccoons, anything. The dolls, stray from cats, fucking tails from the hood. Anything can come through there. Yes, the Zuni doll. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, my dog. <laughs> All right, so the gremlins are causing chaos in the city. Then we meet Kate, and she's in her bar. She's at her part time or, or wait. Can we talk girl. about how Mrs. Deagle flew out the fucking window? Oh, yes, Mrs. Deagle. Mrs. Deagle, <laughs> I forgot. So Mrs. Deagle's in the house. She's she's just a mess, girl. She's just miserable even by herself in her own home, talking shit. And this Christmas Carol is outside. And she just gets, she, you just see this evil look in her face, like, I hate Christmas carols and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And so, which low-key, I might make a, a Sydney Prescott video pretending they're the Christmas carolers, but I'll deal with that It's later. funny you said that. So, last year, I made a, I'm going to repost it this year, probably during, um, when we release this episode. But last year, I made a compila- uh, compa, what do you call it? Compilation. Comp- compilation. Compilation. Where it was Jessica from Black Christmas, because it was one scene where she opened the door and there's Christmas carolers. Mm-hmm. But what I did was I blended that scene with the gremlins. So when she opens the door, you see the gremlins and you see her reacting to the gremlins. <laughs> it was epic. I'm going to repost it. It's so yes, good. It's do so that. good. <laughs> She's sitting here enjoying the gremlins as they're doing the Christmas carols. It's amazing. <laughs> They they know to put on clothes and a scarf and shit and sing Christmas carols. <laughs> How? Uh, They're great. <laughs> and the scream, her scream is funny as fuck to me. So she, I guess she thinks they're demons and she's like, they've come for me, da 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 da. And she gets in her <laughs> little chair and that dance. And apparently a gremlin fuck with mm-hmm. and this scene. <laughs> She it's, thought she was going. <laughs> it's like a Looney Tune sound. It is. The chair. And they did on purpose. Like <laughs> <laughs> this whole situation was a Looney Tune. The way she zoomed up. Yes. And then flew out the fucking window. 
And I'm the stairs seem like never ending. I was like, how many floors does she have in this house? There's two floors. Right. And, and her scream made it funnier. I don't know if that was intentional <sighs> or not, but that shit is So she's outside, her face planted in the fucking snow, her feet up in the air, so she dead. She deserved that shit, though. <laughs> I love that scene so much. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I, I always laugh when somebody jumps out of, of a window or is thrown, <laughs> or thrown out of a window. It's so funny to me. I don't know why. Like, when I watch the Friday 13th movies and every time somebody, like, literally, like, jumps out of a window, it's so funny. Even on Halloween 6, your favorite one when, um, what's her name, Kara? Kara. <laughs> she jumps out the window. <laughs> it's just like, I know why, but it's just like, it's just so random. <laughs> <laughs> she had good reason. Um, uh, Kate's at the bar, right? She's serving the gremlins. This is like, it's like, okay, this is borderline ridiculous. Now, if they smoking, they playing, what, poker? There's a, there's a, uh, not peeping time, a streaker. What the fuck are them people called? A flasher with the, flasher, uh, with yeah. the coat, you know, you open it up and they have nothing on, which you don't got no dick, but I don't know what you're doing. Um, see anything you like. <laughs> this is one of my favorite scenes though. Cause this is when you, you truly see the gremlins in their like habitat. I should say mm-hmm. <laughs> this is their environment. I mean, technically it's not their environment because they don't belong here. But you see how they act when they're all in one place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're literally having a good time, being chaotic, acting stupid. You got one wearing leg warmers. Yes. <laughs> Doing the fucking dance, spinning around. That shit was so funny to me. And then you have the other one with a puppy like... <laughs> yes. It's, I, the scene is insane. Oh. Shout out for, and also shout out to Howie Mandel because he voiced um he voices actually um Gizmo. What? So I think he did some of the Gremlins too. I didn't yeah. know that. But he did um he did Bobby's World. He voiced uh Gizmo and some of the Gremlins. He was on the movie Little uh, Monsters with Fred Savage. So yeah. But yeah, this scene in the bar, poor uh Kate, because <laughs> she's going first of all, why she's there by herself? Why is she there? Why is she still right? there? Like why? <laughs> Where's everybody? Why she's there alone? And <laughs> they probably wouldn't let her go. <laughs> I wanted to see her reactions when they first showed up because they all probably yeah. busted up in the bar. <laughs> right, yo, I would love to see that. Imagine you just she probably was there cleaning, and mm-hmm. then they just all just bust up in there, <laughs> just like what's up. <laughs> that I wonder if that's a deleted <sighs> scene because that. To just show her serving them drinks and shit is funny to me. Yeah. Uh, so she realizes giving them a light is a problem for them because they couldn't even take a light, uh, match when they was trying to smoke. So she gets a little camera and she starts flashing their asses. And uh, Billy shows up with his, his core with the lights and they go out. And she meets Gizmo for the first time. I didn't realize how much or how little time she had with Gizmo until rewatching. Yeah. She literally only was around him for a few hours. She spent more time with him, obviously, on part two. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they're walking through the city, and it's a ghost town. And I'm like, did they kill everyone in, in the town? Where's everybody at? 
Well, it's funny. All right, so before that, when they were leaving the bar and stuff, and you see just like what's happening in town with you see one gremlin attacking somebody on their back. Like it's literally yes. a gremlin on his neck. If you look inside the window on one of the houses, you see a shadow of somebody getting fucked up. By <laughs> I never noticed that before, but just to see the silhouette of this gremlin fucking somebody up, like just on your neck choking them, was hilarious. Um, these things are hilarious, though. These gremlins are so funny. So they are wondering where they're at, and they realize they should be somewhere dark because it's going to be light soon. They are like, "Well, let's go find them." I was like, "Let's get the fuck out of here." But I mean, mm-hmm. that's just me. Also, Kate, girl, this is not the time to talk about your father's uh, Christmas story. Mm-hmm. Firemen came, broke through the chimney top, and me and Mom were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or a bird, and instead they pulled out my father. He was dressed in a Santa Claus suit. He'd been climbing down the chimney on Christmas Eve, his arms loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck. Died instantly. And that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. So I don't mind it. Um, It was funny, too, because there was a campaign um, also in the... uh, It was one of the the director's commentary on this where um, Steven Spielberg didn't really want this scene in the movie. Because he said said it seemed like it was out of place and it didn't fit well. Yeah. But then with some talk with Joe Dante, Joe Dante was just like, well, Phoebe, don't, the actress, don't really have many lines in the movie. And he felt like, oh, well, this would add towards to her character. Because even though it wasn't the time for it, it adds to the trauma <laughs> of what she went through. Yeah, that makes You know what sense. I mean? So it adds to it a little bit why, how she feel about Christmas and stuff and just all the shit's happening at the, at the time. Um, so I like it. And it's dark. Like, all this stuff Very. is happening. You, you're laughing because this movie is a comedy but it is very dark but then when we get to that scene where she's talking about her father i'm just like damn this is real dark <laughs> like i wasn't woo. wasn't expecting gizmo wasn't expecting gizmo had a whole facial expression like oh gizmo was like girl <laughs> <laughs> damn i thought i had it bad <laughs> now to mention that them doing that because they did a callback to that in the second movie where she was like they were being attacked and she started going to the long story and he was like we don't got time for that let's go (laughs) no that was so funny because they literally like cut her off and she was still going (laughs) and they're just like girl not today we ain't doing this this time (laughs) oh my god okay so the the gremlins are in the movie theater they are they ate all, they eating the popcorn, the candy, they done ran everybody out, and they're watching Snow White, and they know the songs. Okay. They know the songs, they know Snow White. Okay. But how? Exactly. How? Were they already there, and they were just watching the movie on repeat, and maybe that's how they knew the song? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how they know to put hats on, and use streamers, and all that shit, and glasses. I don't know. But Billy's like, okay, we need to kill them, basically. So we need to find the furnace. So they start concocting a plan to blow them up. And and then the film is mo- removed. And so the gremlins see their uh, silhouette behind the movie screen. This part would have kind of scared me if I were in this situation. They they were not taking no... They did not hesitate 
they got their asses up and ran after them <laughs> behind mm-hmm. it. You see them scratching the movie screen and, and shit. Through. Yeah, Ooh. that was pretty. That was a pretty cool shot though. And they were running behind them. They shut them in there. It blew up. And boom. And we think it's done. But earlier we saw that Stripe left to go to the store across the street for some candy. So <laughs> he's also witnessing this. And they done killed all his kids. Now they see him in the, 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 <laughs> the window of the store. So now they got to go in the store and kill him. I just, I. He should be king of the damn town. After this, yeah, doing all this, right? No, Billy staying oh, Billy. here and doing all this shit. Yeah, I mean, he trying to save the. Th- they should have gave him. I mean, it, it's it's pretty cool that he, um, gets to do this because in the beginning of the movie, like literally everybody's pretty much coming for him. Like that one guy is like bragging about the job, calling him a loser. Mm-hmm. Then you have Mrs. Deagle like being an asshole towards him. So you kind of feel bad for him. Um, and they also mentioned on the commentary where they wanted Billy to kind of come out as like a superhero by the end of this film. Um, but they said as they were doing rewrites and stuff, it became less and less of that. So um, they had to kind of make him like he was the hero, but ultimately it was Gizmo that actually saved the day, if you think about it. Yes, which so. is a part of my issue. Bitch, you could have been doing shit to help us. Okay, you playing games want to hide in this damn bag what can time. he do just by himself whisper what we need to do tell you've been around these things before you know what's going on we're making assumptions we don't know that we think that's what happened it, it has to be he, he knows gizmo and gizmo knows stripe there is no way that, that that's the evil side of before. him that's that's like his conscience that's like oh they talked before in his head and now that is a man manif- a physical manifestation manifestation of it so maybe that's probably what stripe is like the negative part of gizmo hmm. interesting thought yeah i'm not <laughs> buying it it's interesting and another reason too is if you notice gizmo wasn't walking in this movie um they said they couldn't really um they didn't have the proper mechanic not until the second one to have him walk mm-hmm. so a lot of the times a lot of the close-up shots wasn't actually gizmo it was like a giant head of gizmo <laughs> peeking out or something yeah like all the stuff that he's peeking out is literally like a gigantic big ass head of gizmo and they just did a close-up shot of it the scene where they're the cocoons are hatching and he's in the helmet and shivering oh, and yeah. shit with his big ass eyes that was cute yeah, that was yeah they cute. put him in the air because they couldn't get him to walk around so they put him in a helmet <laughs> Which you is... see a fingoria magazine on the floor too if you pay, pay uh, close attention oh on that scene there's a fingoria mm. magazine right on the floor next to when they all the eggs are starting to like move back there stripe is fucking really up he's throwing saws at him he, he... <laughs> he's hitting him <laughs> what he hit him on a golf club or some shit <laughs> yo stripe was fucking building <laughs> And then uh, Kate turns and he's smart right. too. Very smart. Because he looks at the gun and he's like, gun, water. So he came up with the plan to shoot at their asses so while he fucking sit there and populate more gremlins, he's mm-hmm. going to be shooting at their, these motherfuckers. <laughs> he gets he knew a, what he was doing. He gets over to the fountain. Gizmo's riding in a toy car to the rescue. His eyes were like... <laughs> <laughs> Gizmo's eyes literally was like all over the place. You ever um get those toys when you were younger and they have like the thick eyes with the little pupils moving up mm. and then that's what it looked like. If you shake it, it looked like the eyes are like <laughs> not moving around. So 
I did give my ex the nickname Gizmo while we were together. Because he just reminded me of Gizmo. Something he does with his eyes, not like crazy all over the place, but something about his eyes reminded me of, of Gizmo. And there's something he would do with his mouth that was very Gizmo-like to me. So, oh, so he looked like a mogwai. He was like a sexy mogwai, yeah. Oh. Like, um, now I know why you like this movie. Oh, God. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's in the water. Stripe is in the water. It's about to start all over again. Uh, Gizmo <laughs> flies in the car over to, to the uh, fucking window, opens the shade, and this reminded me of Leprechaun a little bit. Although this came out nice. before Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Um, so he starts to melt with like the water and the sun. There's some weird reaction that's happening, and then he was just disintegrates into nothing than other than bones. So we now know the light pretty much kind of um, melts them. Like they pretty much, they're like vampires in a way where they kind of just like hmm. die, they explode or whatever, which is interesting. So maybe they come from some form of vampire as well. <laughs> I don't hmm. know. Interesting. We need, we need to talk to Joe Dante about this. Yeah. And we need answers. Or he has a lot of, a lot of, um, I'm sure he has like a whole backstory for them. Maybe he's waiting so we get the Mogwai. So I'm not too sure if he's involved in it, but he should be. Never be he should. I, I'm watching because I I want answers, baby. I need to know what's going on. And um, Billy, Kate, and Gizmo have saved the town of Kingston Falls. Then we get a scene with Mr. Wang, the grandfather. Mm-hmm. Showing up and <laughs> he's like, "Give Not me the this grand- shit back." Yeah, he said, "Fuck." First of all, who the fuck <laughs> said y'all could? Have- he was so over it. He was giving them attitude and everything, but I would too because you shouldn't be having them. Like, you don't deserve a magua if you don't know what to do with them and you don't even follow the rules or properly. No, you should not. I'm also wondering why he has it. He had it in the cage or Gizmo in the cage. I'm like, well, why do you have this thing? But it's none of my business. And Gizmo, too, called him, I think called him, like, Pop Pop or something like that. Because if you look at the, I had the closed caption on, too. He said something about, like, Pop Pop or whatever. So, clearly, he has a close relationship with uh, Mr. Wang. And I don't know how old Mr. Wang is. Now I'm wondering how old Gizmo is now. I know. I don't know. I don't know these things. Okay. So he takes Gizmo back, but not before, like you said. He's like, Barbary, that shit. <laughs> Which is so sad, but cute. Uh, he has something to say uh, to you. And they also say bye to the dog as he's leaving. He's like, bye, woof, woof. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> he was saying bye to Barney, the dog. It was and so that cute. was the end of Gremlins, an amazing, entertaining movie for holidays. I don't think it's too graphic. It might scare the shit out of kids, actually. But, um... Well, they were contemplating, because when the scene where um, Mrs. Peltzer was fighting one of the um, gremlins, and she chops the head off, and it flies inside the fireplace. Um, why they do I were feel like the... I've seen that? They, had, they didn't shoot that, right? What do you mean? Why do I feel like I've seen a scene with her chopping the head off of something? Yeah, they sh- it was in the movie. Okay. 
Yeah, she hits it and the head literally like flies. Was it her or was it Billy? No, it was Billy. Billy I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it was Billy, not her. I'm sorry. But well, well, he did it. They were contemplating it like, oh well, just shit, just get an R rating because you're decapitating something and it's like watching the head burn in the fire. But they settled, I guess, for a PG or whatever. It wasn't nothing too crazy. It wasn't like blood or anything. But it's funny you also said that um about this being a Christmas movie, because on a feature right on the DVD on the DVD, um John Louis is actually having a conversation with Joe Dante about when the movie's coming out. He was just like, oh, so is this coming out on Christmas? And he was just like, no, it's coming out like in the summertime. He's like, well, it's set on Christmas, so why don't it come out on Christmas? It only makes sense. He said, well, it's not a Christmas movie. And John Louis was just like, well, if it's set on, like they were going back and forth. So Joe Joe Dante was just like, well, we wanted to come out in the summertime because if it comes out on Christmas, once Christmas is done, people's going to be over the movie and it's not going to do well. Where if it comes out in the summertime, people have a summer blockbuster or something Mm -hmm. to keep seeing and they don't, they're not going to be over it. So he said, I'd rather somebody have a uh, a movie set on Christmas to watch during the summertime where they could keep making money versus a movie only making a certain amount of money during the Christmas weekend and that's it. But John Louis is like, oh, well, you're the director, so whatever. I'm with John Louis. It's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. <laughs> it starts with a fucking Christmas song. Right. <laughs> that was Gremlins. Um, amazing movie. I will give it... Bye. Five Magwai balls. Yeah. Five Magwai balls. I said balls. <laughs> <laughs> five Magwai balls. Out of five. Stop. Ooh. Do I want to give it a four? I feel like I'll give it a three and a half. Really? I enjoy it. It's great. I mean, I want it. It's in between three and a half and four, definitely. I can't pick, though. Um, I thought I had this on my letterbox, but I don't. Oh. But I'll add it on there. Um, I didn't get a chance to add it on my letterbox. Um, but I'll give this movie a four. I it's a nostalgic movie for me. I watched this as a kid. I love it a lot. Um, and even though watching the special features and the director's commentary on the movie and just seeing um the pros and cons of this movie, I can always appreciate practical effects. And even okay. though they had no choice because this was in the 80s and CGI wasn't a thing, but it's just something about using practical effects that just make it so much more better. And also, like, props to Steven Spielberg and uh, Joe Dante for taking this concept of Gremlins and kind of manifesting it into something different. Because what he known about Gremlins was something totally different. He turned it into... He gave it this whole story about Mogwai, and then they transition and they're going through these different stages to become a Gremlin. That was all hum. So I like whoever thinks of shit like that, they're they're fucking amazing. So um, and this movie's a lot of fun. Like I I, I like Christmas horror. It's a creature feature too. Yep. And the characters are fun. Um, even though even some of the unlikable ones, they get what they deserve. Um, I would like to see the one that was kind of bullying uh Billy. They should have showed what happened to him. I would have liked to see him get his ass got eaten on the toilet or something, like in uh, Ghoulies. I would have loved that. He's just sitting there taking a shit, and then one of them just come oh. out from the toilet and just bite his Buttocks. ass and ball sack, his ball sack off. That would have been a, <laughs> that would have been a different movie, I think. Rated R. <laughs> <laughs> Although the way they did it in Ghoulies was really effective. They didn't even show anything. They just show it in the toilet mm-hmm. and him screaming. Yeah, and I was like, that's good enough. That's good enough. Nowadays, they probably would show it. 
Um, but yeah, I get Gremlins a four. I enjoy this movie a lot, and I watch it every time around this, you know, Christmas holiday. It's a must watch. It is a must watch, and it is Christmas season. So make sure this is one of the things you put on the television, you guys. It is on HBO Max, and um. So you said you gave it a three and a half? Three and a half. Three and a okay. half. Maybe 3.75. Might be a little more accurate. Just give it a four. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'd I need, I need an evil gizmo or something to add it to give it a four or higher. We have enough. We have a whole bunch of fucking gremlins. He's the king of the gremlins. Stripe was the evil gizmo. No, Stripe is Stripe. And Gizmo is just a cute, so, adorable thing. So what do you expect from Evil Gizmo then? But what makes I want Gizmo a evil? Stripe versus Evil Gizmo fight, and then he kills Stripe. And then the next bit is Gizmo is now the leader. And it's, a, it's Billy trying to get Gizmo to overcome his darkness and <laughs> no, become a good movie. Gizmo. <laughs> and it's, now it's a fight between the good and evil inside of him. Oh, child. <laughs> That, no, that's a different movie. <laughs> but um, just watch Puka. Oh God, I don't want to see that. <laughs> that big. I don't like the the eyes on that thing. Yeah, just watch the second one. Don't watch the first one. So that would be Gremlins. Uh, this you know kind of kicks off because we don't kill them dead in <laughs> because yeah. Uh, but Gremlins, like you said in the beginning of this episode, kicks off our holiday. So next week. Next week, we are doing Black Christmas. Ooh, 1974. I'm excited for that one. Yes. Now, Black Christmas. I'm going to have a good time talking about Yes. This movie, I wasn't expecting it to disturb me as much as it did. But in this specific scenes that just like, because this is like a home invasion movie, basically. Um, but yeah, tune in next Monday for that, for Black Christmas. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, go ahead and give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcasting platforms. If you don't, we, we're going to have to have a talk. Because baby, why are you listening? No, let me stop. Um, <laughs> also, you can hit us up on our socials on Instagram and Twitter. We have um, a page at people underscore scares on Instagram and Twitter. You can hit Bobby up on both of those at Bobby Torres. With a Z, not an S. There we go. With a Z, not an S. <laughs> you can follow me as well on Twitter and Instagram at Thackeray Binks 86. Again, you can find us both talking about horror shit and other things as well. Engage with us. Talk. We want to hear from you guys. So let us know your thoughts. We like to joke around. We don't fight. I know I like to give Bobby a hard time on here, but I'm not that bad. I'm so surprised that you did not go in today about Gizmo. I forgot. So <laughs> I'll say so that. Surprised. I will say that for another time. I forgot. I mean, it would have been a perfect. It would have been to do so. I mean, it would have. There'll be other moments okay. when I talk about killer mamas or something. I'll bring Gizmo up. But uh, that will be all. Thank you for joining us. Um, tell your friends. 
tell your family, and uh, stay spooky. Peace out.